0: I am very, very disappointed in you, Egwene. Dalen.
1: I'm so happy for you, girl. What up? I'm Eric.
0: And welcome to the final episode of Loyal's Book Club.
1: It all ends after this, huh?
0: Uh, Shut it down. Shut it down! (laughs) (laughs) Cancel it. Canceled, uh, problematic... White, cis, fave, I don't know. Uh, Welcome to Loyal's Book Club, a podcast dedicated to dissecting and discussing Robert Jordan's epic fantasy series, The Wheel of Time. And I have strong thoughts. Very strong thoughts. Yeah,
1: I I didn't... uh, I guess this is this is this is the thing of the uh, chapters we have to discuss huh? This is the big one on huh? the A couple things. The, uh, um a few things. the
0: big it's a big controversial moment and then I have smaller little like little really? nuggets to discuss. Like, with like within the
1: community and stuff.
0: Well, a lot of people don't like Galwin, and True. I I've kissed a lot of people I don't like. I can't go in I can't explain the why... Oh, is there, is, there, like, There's, yeah, is there a spoiler
1: coming up or, or something? It's a
0: bi- It's something that eventually happens. That kind okay. of is the big, light. Like, hmm. So, okay, all right. I mean, my fucking God. He <laughs> literally <laughs> has... Again, Robert Jordan writes beautiful world building. He writes great characters. But when it comes to romance, flop. Except for, like, Lann and Nighting. It's
1: uh, it you know it, it definitely felt out of left field. It definitely kind of like I just
0: I didn't see it I, it's coming. of so like, uh, Gwen saying she loves him when the only interaction with him was I think off screen, and he has that quasi like I'm uh, dream where he's like I'm saving you from the monster rant, and then has sex with Dream her. Right. Like, she had a sex dream about Galen, and then was like, "Oh, it it feels like loved. a very
1: obtuse relationship that wasn't
0: refined. Like,
1: if there was any kind of like, I don't know, just something that pointed more ahead of time, I, I would have bought yeah. this so much. This feels very. There, there was cool with the thing with the uh, you know him saying like, "Want to be a want to be your warder, baby," and yeah. she's like. Yeah, you're gonna be my word of baby. And then she realizes like the dream is uh true or whatever, like that. That's 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 cool, but I don't know. I just I
0: uh, But was she acting but was she pursuing him to make that come true rather than letting it come? Naturally. Oh, I that's... what I think about the uh, Eglaine and Gowan is I think She has a type for redheads, because Gowan is like a Reddish, blonde, and Rand is a redhead. I honestly think what it is, is because I was thinking about it today, a Blaine has really only been with one person ever, and that's Rand. True. And even then, it was like, a, did they like each other, or was this just like a, no, 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 we've grown up in the same village, you'll get married eventually. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is her, for the first time, kind of going like, oh, you're cute. There's definitely, like, a lot of, like, what is it? Suspension of belief?
1: Suspension of disbelief. Disbelief. Uh, that, uh, yeah, like, I just have to allow that there must have been a lot of thoughts and feelings that Aguinas had that I've not been privy to. Yeah. Uh, to fill it in. But, I don't know, felt a little obtuse, felt a little weird, felt like a little, uh, peace setting up, though, in the overall tale. Yeah. I think we had a lot of those this, uh... The subsequent chapters. Ooh, boy, yeah. I've got a not necessarily a prediction, okay. but I had a had a thought, had a thought here and there that I'm sure we'll stumble into over the yeah. chapters.
0: But um, yeah, kind of a straightforward bunch of chapters. Nothing to. I think again, um, we're starting to some pieces being set up, some cool stuff. But we're, like, st- we're starting to crest that hill a little bit. Yeah, you know, we're starting to get. We are now officially. We're in the stride of the book. You know. Yeah, we're about halfway through. Yeah, and. It's, it's, I was... It's chugging. It's chugging.
1: Yeah. I do appreciate the pace of this book. I will say that. This it is, is... It finds itself a lot mm-hmm. faster, I would say. Yeah, I don't think it's all to the uh, lead up of the third act. There's a lot of... its It's got a nice, like, trajectory, I guess. Yeah. A nice arc to follow.
0: Well, I like to think that books one to four have been all set up for the rest of the series mm-hmm. of the things to come, like... If you kind of look like as books one to four as like exposition or like that first act of a whole story, right. We're kind of now in Act Two, mm-hmm. as like with Moraine's death being the kind of like pinch, the first like pinch point, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're just kind of reaching here until we get to what I think is the closing of the fourth act, and the fifth act being the last battle, like the last right. act. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, I feel like, again, nothing like, sh- I mean, I, there's, there's no, no rug pulls. No. It was just more, again, pieces being set up in dread. They, they got me thinking some stuff. Yes. They got me thinking some stuff. But I do kind of want to circle back to the Egwene-Gallon thing. What I like what they did in the show is they gave Rand and Egwene's relationship a definite, like, No, no, no. These are people who genuinely. Oh, they contextualized it. Yeah, yeah. and they said like, no, there is, which is going to make you know, the separation and their Mm -hmm. falling out a lot harder, you know. But I would love Gallen to have a little bit more either conviction or have a stance in the show because the thing is, they could they could contextualize him a bit more. Yeah, because I feel like it's like we've gotten him. Yeah, because I feel like it's like okay, I get you're mad that Swan didn't tell you where Elaine and Egwene and 9A were. You're really siding with Elida? I'm like, here's the thing. It would have been really interesting to play with the idea uh, because we find out later in the chapter with Grendel, Masana's in the White Tower. Yes. If she or some of the Black Aja, they knew who Gowan was, they compulsed him. And But also, maybe he did act of his free will. Maybe there is some unlearning that he has to do. Like, the fact that he's like, he killed um, my mother and he killed Elaine. And Gwade's like, no, he didn't. Okay, you have to promise you won't hurt him until I get proof. And he's like, fine. I'm like, how are you going to believe a man off the street and, like, the woman you love? Also, the fact that he was like, yeah, let's. I know Elida hates you, but let's try to get her <laughs> back in her good favor. I'm like... Are you stupid? Bro's dumb. He's so, and I'm like, he's not even like himbo dumb or like well-intentioned dumb. It's just kind of like, no, you think you know how the world works and you want it to operate according to your standards. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. This, Like I said, Gowon is a fairy tale prince in the wrong story. Yeah, I can agree with that. If he were in a fairy tale, then you know what? Yeah, he is righteous. He is good. Mm-hmm. That is perfect. This is not what this is. Yeah, the world is—it's you. The mo—it's not so black and white. The motives aren't there, and so, yeah, and so he's with five hundred other younglings to escort Rand to the tower. In if he decides to go. Now um, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I do want to talk about because this is really a major part of this episode is. The White Tower Embassy is finally in Kyrian. Yeah, they made it. Beginning. And we have six Aes Sedai so far. There's more coming. Mm-hmm. And Egwene feels them channeling. She eavesdrops. She hears them briefly talk about, oh, uh, we need to just get ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katerin and Nesuma... Suma. Uh, I don't know why I looked at you. Like you would know. I like like none of bad. None of none of bad. No, I, w- like, my my like
1: literature phonetic connection. So I love hearing them out loud because it. Like, oh, that
0: makes sense. Nisune are talking to Lady Colavir mm-hmm. and Lord Milen, saying, "Hey, when Rand is gone, you know, there's going to be a seat in power. So." Kind of like going into this. What do you think is? What do you think is? Do you think this is going to be? They're doing a. Do you think they're going to be gracious with Rand? Right.
1: Um. You know, I I was kind of wondering if this was like kind of like a thematic, like casual, like people are always vying for power no matter who you are. Yeah. Or I was wondering if this was more like narrative specific that these are like shadow spawn and you know Mm -hmm. shadow friends or dark friends that are. Maneuvering and stuff, yeah. so uh, I don't know. I think because I had a thought, and I guess I should say it here. Oh, no, yeah, say it. Um, say it for the whole group of chapters, and that's that like this group of chapters. Like, it kind of dawned on me afterwards that like I think there's going to be a rug pull or a uh, mm. that it was a dark friend all along that's gonna really take us by surprise and not at all be what we've seen before with, like, you know, the Traveling
0: Caravan or the, um, oh, with the Tower Embassy? Um, not even the Tower Embassy per se. Because, uh, Galena and Katerin are both Black Aja. Yes. So, whether others are, who is to say, more than likely, probably. Mm-hmm. So, already we kind of got some... Do you think Masana's with the White uh, Tower Embassy or do you think she's back in the tower kind of uh, I think she's I think she's in the tower I think oh, she's yeah. I think that's kind of her her station you know mm-hmm. kind of where she hangs
1: out because I think I think even like even if they don't admit it I think something of this uh chapter's kind of revealed something thematic and that's that again like that vying for power and stuff yeah. so I'm wondering even like with the Black Ajah, if we're gonna like start seeing like some infighting and some of that, like, you know, uh, climbing the ladder. Cause we see it with like, you know, kind of later with, with, uh, Grendel and Sanel Samuel. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I think it was something telling about that. I'm wondering if like, we're going to see that on a more like micro level at these other levels.
0: Cause we already saw Leandron sort of fall from grace. Right. So well, it's almost like sure. mogedian is, in charge, but it's also well. Also, mogedian can go into, but Mo, also Moghedien's in Saladar under the control of Nynaeve and uh, Elaine. So it's kind of like, so they're the Black uh, Asha. The thirteen are probably like, where is she? Well, mm-hmm. we can kind of do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, you know. So we're seeing a lot of. Power coming together and power sort of crumbling. Right now, the power together that we have are Band of the Red Hand. Mm-hmm. We have the Aeol. We have uh, the, uh, the White Tower Embassy. S- uh, I will not even say the Saladar I Dye, because there's probably Black Aja there. Yeah, die. No, um, so we have st- Stable, uh, we have uh, Mazar Taim School for Girls. So we have, well, even that's broken because it's technically Rand's, but he's just right. kind of like fucked off. Yeah. But no, I get what you mean. I think, I think the rug for the Black Aja has been laid out. It's lovely. It's ornate. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been a shakeup. And I think I agree with you that that's probably coming. Yeah. Because again, Alayna has not been one for careful things. No, no, she she doesn't think enough steps ahead. <laughs> my, it's so it's my favorite because she tells everyone Swan is dead and goes, "Where is that woman?" You can't ask, she's dead. <laughs> so again, will Elida make another? I know we talked about at the top of this or at the end of Flags of Heaven. Do you, do we think a misstep in Elida? Elida is going to make a misstep soon, and or maybe Alviarin is going to be like, "Hey, you kept fucking up." Yeah, I think so. I think she's going to kind of, like, misstep, like, make a
1: mistake, something, you know. I just, I don't see her as, like, savvy, you know. No. She, she's just kind of, like, pretty low-ranking as far as, you know, the people I'm afraid
0: of in this uh, story. Some call her the Trump of Wheel of Time, <laughs> where she's more of a figure. Right. And people, like, the more knowledgeable people act around her. Right.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, um, no, I think, uh, I think, I think we're gonna get some type of, like, betrayal mm. that's, like, gonna be, like, a close ally or friend that we thought. Yeah. No idea when it's gonna happen. Not even, not even quite thinking it's the tower, because I don't, I don't trust any, I don't trust anyone
0: at this point. No, <laughs> I, like, it's so funny coming back into the, like, reading the series, I'm like, oh, I don't like the Aes Sedai. Yeah. Because, like, they seem so mysterious, and then when you as you pull back the layers, like no, they're so fucking mm-hmm. arrogant like, and ineffectual. Yeah, everyone's goals <clears throat> are, like ambitions and tactics are so watery and so it's
1: whatever self-serving agenda they have, they kind of like change to fit it, and it's 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 It's, it's, it, it's, it's interesting. It's it's kind of like a um, you know, it's it's kind of a cool spin on the fantasy because you definitely have like the light versus the dark, like ultimately, yeah. but it's not very like, clean cut with the good guys versus the bad guys. Like, right. you kind of have shades of goodness and badness from each of those, you know, light side to dark side.
0: Because while the Saladar sisters aren't bad, their intentions their intentions are to save the world, to keep Rand out of control. Mm-hmm. How they're going about it is not great. Yeah. You know, right. I think they're so stuck up their own asses and trying to find their own omelette. All of that. Mm. They're so disordered. But yeah, I think... This book series does a great job of deconstructing tropes in fantasy that were really, like, kind of the uh, beacon, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in any other fantasy series, the Isodod would be, like... M- good people, and oh, we right. do nothing just, wrong. Just kind of like one-dimensionally good. And I think Robert George just says, no, they're politicians.
1: Yeah, that's. I think that's exactly it. This, this book has definitely just got a lot of political savviness about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of... Uh, so let's see. So um, we have a moment... Where Galena, towards the end of the chapter, is talking about how she thinks Moraine is still alive because she's heard rumors. Girl, uh, me too. What girl? Me too.
1: <laughs> Mor Moraine, I don't think is. I, I think that is when she said it, and when I came upon this, this is this is kind of like I don't even know if it's a prediction. It's just something I. Yeah, she, she's coming back, and I think this defined it for me. It's not she's dead and she came back alive it's that she was never dead
0: there are two people channeling going I'm, through I'm the hold, redstone I'm, doorway I'm holding out and we saw the effect of when Rand channeled and Rand is a third age channeler yeah. it was a second age channel with a ter- uh and turing, sorry, and moraine. that's like a nuclear weapon going yeah. off so it's how about this though okay She's coming back. (laughs) Solid. Solid. (laughs) But I cannot, I will not say. Um, But yeah, Galena thinks Moraine has disguised herself as a green sister Mm -hmm. and has uh, faked her death. And it's really funny because they're like, oh no, there was a green sister with Rand. And Egwene calls herself a sister of the green Aja. Oh yes yes yes. And so Galena's like No, is it Galena? Yes, it's Galena. She's like, Oh, when we uh, I'll give when we take Rand back, I'll give Moraine to you and you can do with her as you will. It's just this like uh At this point Rand hasn't told anybody about this
1: uh, this bond he's got. With Alana? Yes. No. Man. That's just like hovering in the back of my mind. Whatever right, because, like... get brought up, or... He race was, affairs get brought up.
0: Like, like this poor boy is... He has an, an eternal wound on his side, <laughs> pain in his palms from the Heron March brand, and Alana in the back of his head. It makes it so hard to watch season one, because you're like, Alana! Alana! Alana. <laughs> it's like, that light. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, because so many, like, non-book readers were like, Oh, I love Alana. She's, She's great. great. And so everyone was just like... You better run. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Just like... There's so much. I yeah, was yeah. just like... Whoops. <laughs> um, but I think if there's anything else with the uh, Aes Sedai... Um, they're fucking sketchy, bro. Yeah, they're very fucking sketchy. Um, something important... Um, there's some Andorans who have declared for, uh, the Lady Dylan. Um, let's see. So, uh, Aguain goes to the Wise Ones and kind of says, like, Hey, these Tower Ice Die are a danger to Ram. Like, they do not care that he's the Karakarn. And she's also kind of deflecting because it's like... She has been pretending to be a full Aes Sedai. And she will be fucked if they find out. So they kind of institute... We're gonna... Uh, the the Wise Ones Who Can Channel will have them set up uh, any traps and just make sure there's no women above six Aes Sedai who are at the Kyrianon Palace at all times when Ryan's there. So... You know, it's like, it's great that Blaine has this, and then Gallon comes along, so. <laughs> she got distract, distracted. And we get the equivalent of the steamy car
1: scene from Titanic.
0: Ew! Right in the
1: middle of my book.
0: Except it's Gallon going for 20 minutes going, did you come? Have you come yet? <laughs> Have you come? Uh, He's like rubbing the side going, did you do it? And she's just like, mm-hmm. Just right up, right on her thigh. Just rubbing her thigh. Her knee. <laughs> like, slapping it a little bit, like, he's kind of like, this yeah, is this it? Is that, is that where we switch to the... Um, so POV? those are the last two chapters of our... Yeah, gotcha. So, kind a, of... Are we just kind of hopping around? Yeah, I feel like we could... Good... morning? Yeah. Because uh, I want to,
1: I don't know, I want to I talk about
0: the Forsaken. Yeah, sure. Because, uh... If you want to sort of roadmap this, we'll talk about the Forsaken, then Matt, and then Rand's POVs. Rand's chapter was just kind of like, Lee is missing, I think, is we could say. So, yeah. but let's talk about that Forsaken chapter. Very true. Um,
1: well, I guess two things, because, hey, like, just very interesting, like, seeing them interact with each other, because yeah. they interact, they, you know, they have their little game, and then it switches to Samuel's point of view, <coughs> and Homeboy is down bad, he wants
0: to be nameless so bad. So, so do you, like, the way he manipulated Grendel, and mm-hmm. was just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually went... So, I want to talk about... Because the question we were left at the end of uh, Fires of Heaven was, who killed Desmondian? And I wanted to read something that kind of stuck out to me. Um, Okay. Okay. I'm sure I know where Demandrid is scheming, but where is he hiding? Where is Semarag, Masana? What about Asmodian and Lanthir? Mogedian? Uh, Those cold fingers were turned, imprinting themselves on her, Grendel's skull. He would not lounge there and talk this way. He would not dare suggest what he was suggesting unless Asmodian and Lanthir are dead, and I am sure Mogedian must be too. She seemed surprised to hear her own voice, hoarse and unsteady. So, we, like, Samael has some power over Grendel. Mm. Though, do you think Grendel is playing a little meek? Well, the way she acts around him, I'm like, there's no way to fake that, you know? Like, that dread and that, like...
1: like, How much is genuine, how much is she playing up, and how strong is Samael? Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I think there's a pecking order. I think Samael is, you know, in that top percentile, but I also think Grendel is too. Yeah. Um, I think his is, like, overt power, but I think hers is very much more in the way of scheming. Um, they're all schemers, yes. don't get me wrong, but... There's different ways in
0: which they scheme.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, I don't know, like... I, I think it is genuine on some level. Yeah. Just because, like, they're all after the power... But they all, on some level, do fear that
0: power. Cause yeah, cause it's like it's one thing to be like, "Ha, I'm Nay Bliss." Mm-hmm. You have to go after the rest of these people who you sworn. Yeah. Like, while there is, n- there's not a lot of loyalty among the Forsaken. There is a sort of, "You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours." Right. Yeah. In a like, I'll scratch yours. We we're both holding knives and we're scratching each other's back.
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely a bit of a in-your-best-interest in, in your best interest kind of deal that's going on.
0: But with Samael and Grendel, this is the most we've gotten out of them. This book mm-hmm. is really featuring them. Yes. Do you buy a, what Samael is selling? Like, he has already been named Bliss, and he is now sort of running the show. Mm-hmm. Do you... Because, like... So far with the Forsaken, this is where we know where they are. Grendel is in Arad Domain. Massan is in the White Tower. Mogedian is in Saladar. Erengar, Osengar, Demandred, and Semarov. No idea where they are. Mm -hmm. Um, So, do you think... Well, again, because do you think every forsaken that's gone to the Great Lord has been promised to be named Nameless, or do you think Samael is like, no, it's me? No, I, I think, I think he's making it up. Okay. Uh, I
1: think everyone has been promised yeah. so that they'll work to the best of their uh, powers. Although I guess there's something to be argued about, like he kind of infers that
0: to to Grendel, and, and <laughs> seems like there's a bit of a reaction there. But no, he I, tells her like remember what the Great Lord said, like, you should go against his orders and kill the rest of the Forsaken. Like, exactly. there, he has something over Grendel. Yes, yeah. And we don't know where that shift came yeah. from, because when it switches to his POV, he's suddenly like, whew, that worked, Yeah. Know? I
1: think I think he's fabricating the story he wants to happen, and I think if he can succeed, he's expecting to be... Named yeah. I think it's a, you know, I think he's doing this kind of behind the Dark Lord's back and hoping that, you know, if, uh, if all goes well, it'll all be overlooked and he'll be given that title, yeah. anyways. Do you think he's setting Grendel up for death? Oh, I would love that be- just because, like, we haven't seen, like, Forsaken infighting that's, like, resulted in anything like
0: that. Yeah. Because um, he's like, yeah, you I, have, like, Bring me proof that as Modi and and Lanfield or dead. Yeah, and I, I
1: say I say yeah because I don't think he's savvy enough, like some of the other ones, to manipulate her into getting her to kill other ones for yeah. him before, like you know, killing her off or anything. So yeah, yeah, no, I think I think he's also making a ton of mistakes. I think it's gonna yeah. not go well for I mean, him. And I think he we're...
0: tells her, "Oh yeah, I have a truce with Randall Thor." Mm-hmm. I'm like, buddy, so. I mean, if we get another Forsaken POV soon, we're going to kind of see how she thinks. Yeah. But... It is interesting that that she doesn't really ask for, like, any, like, proof. Right. Like, there's no, like... You would think that there would be some sort of, like... Well, also, it's implied Grendel has a spy on the inside with the brand. Because she's like, well, I heard this. And it's like, who'd you hear from? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's another, like... It, does Grendel know he's making shit up? Because mm. it's like, if he's lying about the emissary he sent, who's to say she knows he wasn't named Nablus or she he could see, or maybe there is like a sort of kinship partnership with them that, I don't know, it's a very interesting dynamic that we haven't seen amongst the Forsaken. I would I would be interested
1: in a bit of a you and me until we're the final two. And
0: yeah. then after that, all bets are off. I can see that. Yeah, as them kind of going again. That scratch your knife with the back. Right. Yeah. Scratch your back. Yeah. Scratch your back with a knife. Scratch. Scratch something. Scratch something. Scratch something to mine. I'll scratch something of yours. Exactly. But again, a very interesting chapter. I'm very curious because again, we've rarely had as much forsaken POVs as we've had in this. As we've, we've had, like, Demandred, uh, mm-hmm. mostly Grendel, and We've Stamia. had some, like, and
1: it's funny, because, like, we've had some of, like, Patent and Fane's, and I'm kind of curious, and I, I, I didn't think about it until about this chapter. I'm kind of wondering if we're going to get a bit more of an extended POV, and I would be kind of excited to see if it's the final battle or any battle, kind of from the point of view of Forsaken. Yeah. And instead of the point of view of, like, Rand or someone from, you know, that kind of camp. I think it'd be kind of cool to switch it up, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that happens, and I'm hoping we're getting some more POVs because of that, And yeah.
0: but we'll see. Because um, I think, like, with the remaining Forsaken, you know, like, it's, we're kind of getting down to the midiquity, you right? right. so I think we are going to focus on these remaining uh, two, four, seven mm-hmm. Forsaken, so we'll see. Yeah. So, do you have any, let me see if there's... Um, oh, we get, like, a little bit of more about stasis boxes, a little bit. Uh, Ran, uh, no, Samael has a lot of stuff from the prior age that's been kept in the stasis box. Oh, and they talk a little bit about Agenor's creations, and Grendel mentions something called a golem, and that she had a nasty encounter. It's a throwaway little thing, Mm -hmm. but, um... Oh yeah, and I guess coming back to the dark one, Samael said, "Yeah, the do- uh, we're not supposed to help the other forsaken if Rand attacks." So that again, it's like, where does where do Samuel and Grendel stand? Because it's like, but y'all are chill with each other. How it's a lot. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I think there's going to be a lot unfolding, but
1: I have no idea which way it's going to fall. Yeah, um, and I think that's a lot of even this book right now because, like, there's a very much a a setup uh, yeah. happening. It's not a rush to that third act, but there's some pieces being set up here. Yeah. And, again, I think some of it is, is like, kind of the misdirection, the agendas, the pointing the fingers and getting people to go to certain places and do yeah. certain things.
0: Because, again, I think we're being set up for... I think we're very, still very early into Act 2 of mm-hmm. this. So I think we have a lot of time before... I think what Robert Jordan is doing is setting up what is probably going to be a very, holy shit, third act. Yeah, agreed. So, very curious to see where that goes. But, let's talk about Matt.
1: Let's talk about Matt.
0: Um, did I tell you, um, there's a really cute fan art I found of Matt and Oliver. Um, let's see it. Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, for the <laughs> listeners, it's a it's a picture of Steve Harrington and Dustin from Stranger Things. That's good. Steve Harrington
1: is just Matt. That's great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that works for me.
0: Um, something interesting came up when we get to Matt's chapter. He's sitting on his horse. Um, so, the five stones made a smoothly spinning circle above Matt's hands. One red, one blue, one clear green. The others striped in interesting ways.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, and I was hoping you'd either, like, clue me
0: in or help what me What else out. do we know are red, green, blue, and weirdly striped?
1: I mean, those are, like, Hansha colors.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and the Amarlin soul. Yeah. So, he has a red, a blue, and a green, and then two Amarlin sort of things. Mm. So... Kind of thinking. So we're missing some of the set. Right. But. He's not pointing out those colors just to point out those colors. Mm-hmm. So, of the prominent reds, a lot of them are nowhere near matte. Mm. But, he did say he saw some Aes Sedai across the river. So, I'm wondering if he's going to get pulled into something involving the ice involving Elida and the other Amarlin, the saladar Amarlin, Amer- or I'm kind of curious to know what you think. Cause I know it's a little bit blind right now, but Hey, we're here for blind guesses for lobby. for,
1: I think it's like a warning. I think okay. it's going to
0: get caught up, but I think it's going to be hostile.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, because Matt's always trying to avoid them, but somehow he always gets wrapped into them. Yeah. And kind of their affairs. Uh, so I think it's kind of like a, a warning okay. siren. All right. That's what I got.
0: So. But yeah, it all happened. I was like, what the fuck is this? What's going on here? I think I know. I. <clears throat> I know, and I think I know, if that mm. makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, Talmonis and them asked him if, like, Oh, I loved that Matt's thinking about Tom, and he's like, yeah, the old man's probably dead. Probably because of 9 and Elaine. I want them to get into some deep shit. Not some bad shit, but just enough that they regret being mean to me in tear mm-hmm. like three months ago or however long ago that was. Yeah, kind of weird how, how petty Matt can be a little bit. I love it. Like, I would have loved if he opened the cell door and they, like, kind of shoot him out in the show and he just shuts the door again, and they're like, let us in. He's like... I want an apology. Like, me. Matt, yeah, he's a little snarky. He's a little, like, little asshole. Little, little asshole. Little asshole. Little bit of an asshole, but we love him. We do. Um, And then, so, they are, it's been about 11 days since we last were with Matt. And they're heading towards Tyr. Mm-hmm. No, Iliant um two, two, two days ago uh they heard about Logain's tale of the white tower of like how the reds manipulated him and uh we hear dragons sworn are causing trouble i wrote parentheses masima because where um. we left last left masima and then Ah, in Samara, mm-hmm. shit was going down because there was uh, started a fight between the White right. and the Prophet, the Prophet's followers, and she was just like, time hey, to go. <laughs> Sorry. Um But oh, so um we are introduced to Chel who is a horse thief and fat and can, and spits through his gap teeth, and I'm saying that now. Because anytime we see Chell Vannon in the next nine books, Robert Jordan is going to make sure we know best horse trader, and he's fat. So I wrote that in my notes: fat horse thief. Be 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 fucking ready. Oh. So um, Chell Vannon shows Matt a very gruesome scene: a bunch of tinkers have been brutally murdered.
1: Yeah, yeah this which was, was uh, this was this was upsetting. Yeah, a little bit. I was not not expecting this. This this felt a little bit more innocent. I didn't
0: I didn't like this one. It made me sad because it's like it's the tinkers. You know? Yeah, and like you know, we saw them. He saw like the group of men who tried to defend the women, like we saw in the show. Like when the white cloaks attacked, they formed that little line of mm-hmm. like you know poor tinkers. And
1: now, do they all follow?
0: The wave of these tinkers yeah yeah all, all of them across the board yeah. yeah just just sad just sad yeah and then of course chel van is like uh, uh, they steal your children and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like Matt is like mourning and then chel van's like yeah good thing these people are dead it's like great Wilding. so later that night Matt is um, laying under the stars and I'm like... "Is it's relaxing. He's looking at the constellations, he, and it's fan fiction material, because he's in his underwear, mm-hmm. and here comes a little drunk Talmanis, like, I got some brandy. <laughs> <coughs> and then... But of course it all goes to It all goes, it to, all goes shit. to shit. As, as it does. Well, the f- interesting thing is Matt hears a noise, like, which is weird when it's Aeel attacking, because mm-hmm. it's Aiel. And so, it's only 12 of them. He manages to rouse the camp. And as he's inspecting the aftermath, it was a gateway. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, could have been a Forsaken. Do you think... Because it's been a hot second since we've checked in with... uh, Or... Well, here's the thing. It's like, it's either a Forsaken that we wouldn't... Like, the only few people who know how to do a gateway would be the Forsaken... Who knows if Mazrum Taim knows how to do mm-hmm. it? Someone against Matt right. or and, and or Rand did it. Or whoever or whoever if there's a Forsaken among the Shido, who knows?
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely connected the Shido. I think like a Forsaken being in the ranks is interesting, especially if it's kinda like, you know, there's there's someone kind of in every group. Yeah. Um but no, I was kind of I was kinda of interested in this bit because it's like, alright, they're definitely IO Like there's no there's no like disguise here going on or nothing, yeah. you know, nothing nothing it's all in his mind or nothing. So we definitely have the Aeol attacking. How did they get there through the weight gate? And it's just like again, these these tendrils are, are yeah further and further reaching because like now like the Shido that weren't very like much a pressing threat are very much they're making it. a resurgence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: we thought we got rid of them at the end of the fucking fires of heaven, but no, they're still here.
1: Exactly, and I did have me like asking the question, like, how? How did it happen? And I think I am latching on to you, <laughs> saying possibly a forsaken in the ranks. Like that makes the most sense
0: of the remaining forsaken because well, we haven't checked in with um, <clears throat> Osgar and Aringar.
1: That's true. They've so just we don't know where on, they are. They've just been left to their own devices. Yeah.
0: Like, they worked with, they were with, under the control of Shadar Aran, mm-hmm. but, like, we, there's been nothing, so we don't know, yeah, we don't know, we're there, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, so, as he's checking, uh, he gets scared by Oliver, <laughs> and Oliver's like, hey, I know you wanted me to stay behind in that town, but I'm working for, he's like a little horse dude for one of the, band of the Red right Hand. Yeah. And he brings up the game Snakes and Foxes, which is, uh, just keep in the back of your head. Yeah, no, my,
1: my, I kind of I got the little tinglys of, like, out. Oh, that's that's going to be uh, important later. Because we've met people who kind of look like snakes and mm-hmm. foxes before, so... And Matt has a fox medallion? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Some would say he's cunning, like a fox.
0: Yes, very low-key-like. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Because, like, well, Odin for the fact that Odin was hung from the tree of life, mm-hmm. and he gained knowledge because of that, as was Matt. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of Loki in him. Um, let's see, oh, I loved that moment with uh, Narim as he's uh, sewing Matt up after he was mm-hmm. he got fucked up. Of course there is one thing. My name is Matt. You call me Lord Matt again, and I'll tie your nose and not. knot. Bellowing, he jerked half upright. Burn you, Niram. That's a leg, not a bloody side of beef. As my lord said, Niram murmured. My lord's leg is not a side of beef. Thank you, my lord, for instructing me. <laughs> like, like, just <laughs> sassy. A little Yo. sassy old man. Um, and then, like I said, Rand's POV, they get to shade our logoth. Uh... Sulin gets a little busted because she talks to a guy Shan like she was a maiden. She uses the maiden hand talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rand makes a really deadly trap for any shadow spawn at the Shadar, Logoth, uh, Waygate, and then an Aeol, a maiden named Leah goes missing. Yeah, And then, uh, kind of sad, I'm like, no, stay for a little bit because they get to Emmon's Field. I'm like, no, say hi so, to Tan. So close. I know, stay it's close. like, no someone should have convinced him. It's so it's so wild that Rand wouldn't, like, stop in or, like, pause to think, like, hmm, haven't been this way in a long time. Like, let me say hi to Tam. It's been, I think, a year. Yeah. Like, but... well, Rand says, like, leaving him, it feels like ripping his arm off. And I'm yeah. like, you could have stayed. You <laughs> could have talked to Tam. You could, well, I think at this point, Perrin and Fael have... I've been gone for a second. Yeah. Yeah, and so Loyal's parents and Erith are kind of just like, fuck. y'all <laughs> love ghosted. Yeah, and uh, this is kind of where I noticed too. Like, Rain is becoming a bit more like Moraine,
1: in my opinion. Like, Interesting. Like, not probably like exactly or identically or anything, but like he's kind of going over the protocol. You know, like don't touch anything. Don't
0: oh talk to yeah,
1: and stuff. And he doesn't really explain it, but like you know, he's got a certain rank and station and kind of has a lot on his plate and yeah. doesn't have time to explain like he's a mom he's
0: busy yeah uh, just kind of just kind of like I don't know little echoes of uh, Moraine here for me yeah well we've seen like Moraine has definitely rubbed off on him in his way of dealing with politics yeah Yeah. something interesting happens in this chapter he and Luz sort of talk to each other
1: yeah there's more of a communion than like a, a
0: like uh, Luz just going regions. like kill them all kill them all <laughs> burn me Ilya. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a weird, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, Why are you talking
1: uh, to him? Yeah, Rand's going crazier. Rand's going crazier. <laughs> and uh, I don't. And we I don't, got. I've got a feeling it's not going to get. Better. I mean, we got eight more books to go. We got eight more books to go. This one's called "The Lord of Chaos." It's it's a lot. It's, it's not the it's not the sunshine road under the sunny sun. Definitely not. It's not.
0: So, do you have any kind of predictions for the next uh, coming? weeks for the uh, next like God,
1: weeks like that short term absolutely nothing but Moraine's coming back okay uh, Colin now we're, we're seeing Moraine somehow some way um, okay. I think we're gonna get a rug pull from somebody it's gonna be somebody we haven't had a POV from I do think like anybody that we've had a POV everyone's safe okay um, but I think we're gonna get like a close ally like turn-coding.
0: Um yeah okay That's kind of what i got Cool. Yeah, um, we haven't done a gold star in a while. Oh shit, we haven't.
1: Uh, I'm giving to Egwene for getting what she wants. Ah. Ah. Um. <laughs> Damn you, Egwene um, gets a. Matt, hard... Matt, Matt, Matt gets the gold star for me because like his little bit about like no stick with your conviction. Egwene, gonna... get <laughs> No, no, st- but I didn't. I didn't even enjoy that moment. It felt so clunky and just so like I didn't. There, there's like and listen, I'm like. I'm like as like milk toast vanilla straight as you can get, but Egwene and Gowen does not excite me whatsoever. <laughs> you you
0: said you liked the drama of them.
1: I did, and then it happened, and I was like, hmm.
0: Well, the thing is, is like Egwene and Gowan have that like. I want to be back with fight you? Oh, and even them are. Well, I feel like Egwene and Gowan are that couple where it's like. Ugh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what kind of straight couple they would be. I think it's like, I went shopping today, and I was getting some apples, and I love apples. They're, a,
1: they're a not charming or funny Ryan Reynolds and Blake Wively. Oh, God. Just gorgeous and dumb, but they're actually dumb. They're, they're Again, they're not
0: funny or charming. Or I little. feel like you would go over to their house, and like there's no games. It's <laughs> like, I feel like it's like, Wayne feels like that girl we would be like, well, Gallon really loves this, so he did this. You know, he wanted a man, like, very, like, do we need to talk? Do we need to, yeah. you know, yeah. They feel like just that very, like, hmm. Yeah. No, I got, for real, I got two gold
1: stars. One's going to Matt. Uh, always, always a good brawler. Got, yeah. got out alive and, you know, was talking about, all right, we're going to, do better defenses next time. I don't care if it's more work. So Gold Star for him, uh, for, you know, just personally in character, uh, for pushing the story along, though, I gotta give it to the Ogier that opened up the ways. And okay, yeah. Without him, the story stops. So, hey, Gold gold Star for that, for yeah. that narrative. Uh,
0: Thank you, <laughs> loyal's father.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see when that reunion happens, because it's gotta happen. And I do think Brandon
0: Tam do have to Reunite I know, right? Like, no, I would love. It's gonna be sad because Tam's gonna be like, "Oh my god, he's gone. He's grown up. Yeah, so he's much. he's half like, dead,
1: and god, the other really? half is just crazy.
0: Yeah, he's just. It's like, uh, it's the um, almost like, like other end of the spectrum of going over to your parents after you're hungover, because <laughs> it's that sort of like, mm, yeah." The person I was last night, six shots of tequila deep, is not the person I, I am now, but I sure am reaping yeah. those consequences. Versus, like, yeah. Do you think a Tam reunion is coming soon?
1: You know, again, like how I always do, I'm like, nah, they're going to save it for a couple of books, and then it's going to happen like next chapter. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I got I to go with that. It's going to happen this book somehow, way. I hope it's more leisurely. I hope it's not under any kind of, like, duress or, like, Rand gets there in just the nick of time, like, I'd really like a a step back and a breath to kind of, like, get someone to kind of reflect on, like, where we are in the journey so far, you know?
0: Because I feel like we need, like, Rand needs just a breath, like, he just needs... He needs somebody that's removed from him,
1: as far as an agenda goes, and just knows him as a person, and has that personal attachment and connection to him.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, I think that's what the school is in Harrod Fell. Oh, because he remarks like oh yeah this is something i started but it's like they've got like steam engines and a hot air balloon mm-hmm. like they're kind of doing well without me so i think yeah but no i would love to see a tam and rain reunion mm-hmm. uh if that's it
1: for wheel of time is there anything else that you're watching playing
0: consuming on an artistic level that you'd like to spotlight um i beat Elden Ring for the first time nice um, I do want to, like, do a little tangent of Stranger Things, the first four episodes. Oh, cool, yeah, I'm into that. Why the fuck is Jonathan still here? Oh, you're not into it? <laughs> no, and here's my sort of, like, takedown of all of this. After season two, the writers don't know what to do with Will anymore, mm-hmm. because once they were kind of like, yeah, he got exercised, I guess, from the Demigorgon or Mindplayer, and they just kind of went okay. Now he's just here, mm. and it's the same with Mike. Scoop Troops and Eagles Nest is top tier. <laughs> back on, back on, baby. You know, I'm, uh, I'm,
1: I'm, overall I'm happy because like even Jonathan, I know like people aren't jazzed about his character or, or anything like that, but I do got to say, Hi Jonathan is some pretty good top tier. Uh, comedy content for me. I, I was enjoying it.
0: That's fair. Um, I just... I just don't care enough. Like, Jonathan and... Uh, what is the stoner friend? Oh, Argyle? Argyle. Yeah, it's just kind of like... I Again, it, it feels like they have the season planned out and then they're like, oh, we need Jonathan to do... So-. Like, he's just there. Mm-hmm. You know? I do like... The whole creature, like, the, they're going more for the horror element. And that first episode with Chrissy, I was like, what the fuck? Is it's, it? not, it's definitely a bit more uh, intense and gruesome,
1: for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this season's going to have, like, a pretty intense body count. <laughs> yeah. And the visuals they're going with are, are very uh, grotesque.
0: And so I'm really very curious to see how it ends. I'm very curious if, like... Because season one was the demogorgon. Seasons one and two were the Demogorgon, or was season two the mind flare? Um,
1: no, S- season three was the uh, mind flare because that was the big old
0: oh, the thing that killed thing, thing at the mall uh, and everything. Oh, I, I guess I, spoilers I, 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 you, first. Yes, yeah, spoilers, spoilers for Stranger Things. You know,
1: we, uh, but I don't know. Like two, definitely, I remember just kind of like. Kind of blurred for me. Yeah. I, 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 honest to
0: God, cannot... Remember. Keep them all. Because I... <laughs> I'm very... Cur- like, I'm... It's one of those things where I'm, like, kind of glad it's ending after season five. Because I'm kind of, like... It's gotta end sometime. And I feel like it's kind of run its course a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just... I feel like there's such, like, almost... Lightning in the bo- a bottle was like the first couple of seasons. Yeah, and the then, first of course, season definitely had like the treehouse detective vibe. Yeah, um,
1: down a lot better, which I think was like the main charming factor of it. Yeah, and it's hard. I mean, it's hard to navigate like the cast getting older and like kind of like right. exploring new themes and and having to up up the ante. Um, I think they've done a brilliant job of like keeping it if not, like, dialed into, like, exactly that X Factor, they definitely kept it charismatic and charming. Um, Yeah. I personally, I love the uh, uh, addition of Argyle. I love Eddie Mm -hmm. uh, in now.
0: He's, again, I, I don't know, I just, it's interesting, but for me, I never was, like, truly in love with the characters. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, because... I don't know. I feel like, again, Scoop Troops, which is Steve, Dustin, Lucas, Erica, Robin, from last season were so entertaining and so just fun. And Eagles Nest, like Murray, Hopper, and Joyce, I find them so much more interesting that I'm like, if you kind of just pushed Eleven, Will, Mike, Jonathan, all of them to the side, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like... I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I'm enjoying it overall. Oh, I'm no. Like, right overall, point. I'm really like... I'm kind of like, this is fun.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting to see how it all kinds of shakes out. I know it's got, like, a, a bit of a divide. Uh, yeah. Not the audience, but, like, from its part one and part two release.
0: I'm just excited to see... I What I always love I'm is the next month, right? Yeah. Really cool. I love how it all comes together at the end. So I'm very, very excited to see how it's going to be, because I'm actually, I'm on episode six, so I don't know how episode, how volume one ends. Cool. But it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, I'm always here for the, how they come together. Right. Which is funny, because it's like, we say that with Stranger Things, but with Wheel of Time, I feel like, for the first three books, we are like, oh, of course they came together and I, You know that, what I mean?
1: If it's not broken, don't, don't fix fair. it. That's fair. And, and it is, and I think, like, that's been one of my main criticism that it's lightened up on, too, of, like, how organic can you make it? How, how much of a journey can you make it to be in there? And Stranger Things, I definitely think sticks the landing of, like, I love seeing yeah. them all in the same place. I love seeing them all interacting together. It's, it's a little bit of, like, yeah, my, my favorite my favorite people all getting together. Yeah, um, yeah I was talking to somebody about, about the series in general, and we were just talking about whether or not, I don't think this is spoilers at all, because it's just a general question coming into the season, um, do they have the balls to kill off one of the main cast members?
0: I, okay, so, here's the thing. I have a theory, L. You think they're going to kill off L? Here's, the, I not this season. But, like, next season. Here's like the thing. Uh, this is my big, like, so, uh, Eric's girlfriend Amy loves Hopper. And I like Hopper, too. I wish she had stayed dead don't get me wrong damn. I like what they're doing but it felt like so often we were just getting side characters killed off to do a really popular character like Hopper in that emotional weight I was like, oh that's awesome but I feel like it's like no, you should have stuck with it. So when in the season three finale when like in the rush in prison' I'm like no no, the American I'm like ah, okay. It's just kind of like, I don't know if they thought the fan reaction was like, you killed off Hopper, I can't believe you did that, you know? And so that's why I'm like, a big, like, if they killed off Steve Harrington, there would be a huge hullabaloo. I could see them killing him off
1: easier than Hopper. Yeah. I think Um, David Harbour is a bit of a draw and a bit of a bigger name on the billing. But Um,
0: Steve Harrington is the... Breakout character of Stranger Things, like when mm-hmm. you think of Stranger Things and why it's almost so successful, I almost think Winona Ryder and then well, Steve Harrington. Yeah, no, I don't I, know. No, I don't.
1: I don't think. I. I don't think they're going to kill anybody off. I don't think they have it in them. Uh, no, I. That's I, the thing. Oh. I, I. I don't. I don't feel as uh, sure about Argyle or Eddie. I think any introduced character in the season definitely basketball guy's going to get killed. Basketball captain. He's. Oh, he's yeah. going to Die. Perfect. Perfect hair. Well,
0: I also Got think Galen. Uh, Gowan Yes, yes, our, our Gowan of Stranger Things. Well, I think like, die. yeah, of course maybe Eddie or uh Argyle or Basketball, because they're side characters. Mm-hmm. I Better think it's just a season. I think all the kids are safe, because I think like to kill off like Dustin would be or like Mike or Will would have been so is just so but it's also kinda like even if you killed off Will, it's just kind of like, yeah, it sucks, but like, it's not like he's bringing anything. You know, it's kind of like he cut. He, I it's will like. Not, I will
1: not stand for this Will slander. I love Will. He, see, you used
0: past tense. What? You said you loved Will. I love Will. Oh, okay. Love Here's Love Will. It, it's i just, just wish someone would play d d with him i know it's i just there's nothing he moves away to california and they start a D&D club well okay uh, so here's my thing i really liked that they were playing with the idea of oh the band is breaking up a little bit right and i wish we kind of got a little more uh maybe like a longer time jump or something where more scattered to the wind yeah where it's like no uh lucas is with the jocks now and Maybe he isn't as into D&D as he is, and maybe he and Max are still together. He broke up. They broke up. Dustin and Mike are still friends with Eddie and that group. And, like, Will and Eleven are now friends. Also, like, why are they calling her, like, they could just call her Elle and, like, why Jane? But I feel like it's, like, I wish there was a little bit more of this idea of, no, we have to get the band back together, Yeah. and I think it's just like it's a it's like a little sad. Like no, as you get older, your childhood friends distance themselves, and I wonder as we're, we're going to get a bit of that later. If I don't, know.
1: I, don't, I don't I, know. I I I can't I can't predict anything for this. Yeah, uh, saw everything everywhere all at once. How did you like that? I liked it a whole lot. I really loved it. It was uh, it was it was great. Uh, you know, I think like. It was very smart, and fun, and funny, yeah. and, and really poignant, and just kind of, the action was great, and oh it was... My god, the cinematography was just... Yeah, just something awesome uh, you don't see, so I saw that, definitely liked it. Have you seen it. Multiverse of Madness? I have not, uh, yeah, I told, told, told Amy we'd see that that one for, as far as uh, multiverses go, we'll, we'll watch that one first, and That's then we'll go fair. see... Support the, support the smaller... Yeah. Uh, movie first. But going to see that one,
0: hearing good things about it, very excited about it. Multiverse of Madness, I will say, the, for me, the best part is Elizabeth Olsen's performance. Yeah. Um, what I love about Everything Everywhere All at Once, Jamie Lee Curtis has been taking any and all opportunity to post positive reviews of Everything Everywhere and then go, y'all hear about this trash-ass film called Multiverse of Madness, they can suck a fart out of my asshole because I'm great. It's so funny. And she's her. like, I'm a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. I'm so competitive. I'm like, you are coming for blood. She, she was, was, and she was brilliant in it, and she, she was, was fantastic.
1: And it's its really cool to see her kind of in that role where, like, yeah, like, I mean, it's, that that must have been just such a process of breaking down that script and shooting oh those scenes. Oh, yeah. I... Yeah, so I highly recommend that one. I, we we won't spoil too much yeah, of no. what's going on, but um it's got uh oh god forgive me I do not Michelle have the actor's go. Yes, who who retired from acting? No. Oh, no
0: sorry, who are you said? Michelle Yeoh's the lead. Michelle Yeoh's. Yeah, she's her lead husband, lead. I'm so sorry I can't played short round in Indiana Jones, and then he Retact, kind of retired because he didn't want to play, like, the stereotypical Asian nerd. Mm-hmm. But then he came back to this. Yeah, I had seen some more Asian representation in yeah. movies, so and he's fucking wonderful in it. So, yeah, definitely check that one. Been checking out the Kenobi series. How, I'm... So, I'm very... I know... I've seen Force Awakens and some of Rogue One. I started return of the jedi and i know there's some of that like no it's star so it's like it's star wars it codified a lot of tropes Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like watch it to kind of see where it all came from Mm -hmm. but i am fascinated by these other series like uh i watched oh i've seen the first season of mandalorian oh that's wonderful i like it Yeah. yeah um love that baby yoda Baby Yoda. I worked on... So, at my old job, I worked on the first season of Mandalorian. Um, whenever Baby Yoda was on screen, it would have, like, a black screen covering him. So, it's like, you couldn't see what it was. We just saw it open and then it's like, well... That's what it was. Though. Yeah. Well, you black box. But I am very curious about Obi-Wan just because, like, the Star Wars fanboys are all in an uproar and a tizzy about it. Yeah. And... But I'm like... You know, I'm excited for... Uh, so I'm going to try to check that out. I, have you seen the trailer for Ring Rings of Power?
1: The Lord I the Rings.
0: They're I'm not. very curious about it. It's set like... And if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, I am very sorry. Like 300... No, that's uh, the Game of Thrones series. I think it's like set 3,000 years before Lord of the Rings and, and so it's before the events as we know them. Yeah, and uh, so I'm like, I'm very curious. I'm very, very
1: yeah, curious. It was a prequel and I know they're dumping a shit ton of money into it. Yeah, like millions um, of dollars. I'm like, dude, okay, what do you got for Wheel of Time? feels well, it feels like a bit of a gamble because like I definitely would say just as far as like media goes, I think Lord of the Rings has more recognition, but it's been so long <clears> since yeah. those main movies and like the Hobbit I don't remember doing terribly well I mean like it, it wasn't yeah. a bomb by any means but I don't remember as well received as yeah. those. so it does feel like a little bit of a gamble and it does feel like okay what are they going to do with this how are they going to do this kind of on a smaller screen and yeah. like approach and I'll, I'll keep an open mm-hmm. mind I think I'll you know hear about the buzz and kind of check it out
0: but yeah I'm always down for more Lord of the Rings content yeah, yeah I'm down it's filling in my niche for that and then House of the Dragon which is the Game of Thrones prequel yeah, I'm probably not going to... Probably not gonna, I, I stopped halfway through Game of Thrones. I just noticed yeah, that. It... I meant this is going to be really interesting because it follows the Targaryens mm-hmm. and also the showrunners aren't running okay. the show. So there's going to be a little bit more, I don't know, fluidity and <laughs> kind of structure. Some more craftsmanship to the,
1: the overall... Yeah. Huh. Kitty. Kitty. Uh, yeah, it's all, you know, otherwise reading a little bit of Way of Kings for yeah. our, our episode of Extravaganza when we get to there. I yeah. uh, have my eyeball definitely want to start doing my own little dedicated reading and uh, I'm going to be looking at The Four Agreements soon. So. Nice. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll peep about that when that comes in, when I get to crack
0: it on that. Otherwise, it's uh, kind of all I got. I'm on the sixth Malazan book. And nice. That series is fantastic. I'm on the
1: sixth Civilization game. Nice, Sid Myers Civilization VI. <laughs> His name's
0: on every game.
1: Hey, yeah. There's if a story you... about it, but I don't remember what it was.
0: But yeah, I think that's all I got. Hey gays, um, happy Pride! Happy, happy, hi gay! <laughs> happy Pride Month! We've got a discount at the butter shop. I would say just if as 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 uh
1: as an ally, it feels really good to get my own mom. Where it really is just about me and what I've done for Um, for, um, the community. um, (laughs) I'm I'm being so. I'm. I am trying to be so funny right now. Uh, Happy pride to all of my,
0: all of my, all of my. uh, I don't have any. Why am
1: I saying all of my?
0: You only have Eric. Only has one. Technically three queer friends. You. You. I
1: got (laughs) more. I got more. But you all have fun, and I'm on the sidelines saying, "Have a great time, honey." That's
0: me. And eventually we're going to do a drag brunch, so... Oh, fuck yeah. I need, need one of those in
1: my life again. Love a drag brunch. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Um, so, I think this is a good place to call it. Um, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Um, Eric, where can they find us? Yeah, so um, if you
1: go on uh, Instagram, you can find us at loyal underscore S or... Oh, damn it. That's our Twitter handle. Twitter handle loyal underscore S or you can find us on Instagram at loyal's book club yes and
0: if you want to listen to any of our prior episodes we are on Apple Podcasts Spotify Anchor wherever you get your podcasts and we will see you next week as we continue on in Lord of Chaos may you always walk in light may you always find
1: water and shade I'm sorry I just saw a cat struggling to get up on a windowsill for Like five
0: seconds. Chunky cat? Chunky cat. Chunky cat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright, y'all have a good one.